believe yep, I have. You did. Yep. Yep. I'll, I just saw it at the bottom. So. Okay. okay. Good. Good. You ready? My game. Yep. You're on top of it. Welcome to the Greatest List Podcast, a show about music and lists. This season, your hosts, Jason and Eric, are counting down the top 50 movie soundtrack songs from the 80s. Think your favorite made the list? Tune in and find out. Take it away, boys. Welcome to Greatest Lists, a music and talk podcast featuring lists of the greatest songs of all time. I am Eric, your host this episode, and joining me as always is my co-host, Jason. What's going on, Jason? Hey, man. Ready to throw some shade? I am ready to throw <laughs> some shade. <laughs> yep. Before we get any further, this episode is sponsored by HalloweenCostumes.com. You can save 20% off your next order by clicking the promo link in today's show notes. But don't wait too long because the 20% offer expires Halloween night. Also, we'll give you an update on our Guess Our Top 10 giveaway. At the end of the show, we'll have a leaderboard update. That's right. Uh, and we're continuing... Our countdown of the top 50 1980s movie soundtrack songs. Uh, we're, we're squarely in the top 10 now. And we're at number seven with a song that comes from one of the probably, I wouldn't say the most iconic, but one of the top iconic mm-hmm. movie scenes from the 80s. Uh, we're talking about Bob Seger's old time rock and roll from the movie Risky Business. By the Numbers. Old Time Rock and Roll was recorded by Bob Seger for his 10th studio album, Stranger in Town. It was initially released as a single in 1979, and then the song gained renewed popularity after being featured in the 1983 film Risky Business. Mm -hmm. In 79, it reached number 28 on the Billboard charts, and then it was re-released in in 83, but it only peaked at number 48. Oh, wow. Yeah, I thought it would have gotten higher then because of of the, the of the movie tom cruise in his underwear yeah because yeah. of tom cruise in his underwear um it's one of the few songs that seeger has ever recorded that he didn't write it was written by george jackson and thomas jones from the band the muscle shoals rhythm section and they're a band that often backed seeger in his studio recordings they sent seeger a demo of the song during the recordings of stranger in town and seeger actually tried to record the song with two different bands, the Silver Bullet Band and with another, but he couldn't get the feel right. Um, It just never sounded right to him. So he ended up actually buying the demo from the Muscle Shoals rhythm section and using it on his record and just added his vocals to it. So what you hear on the the record is the demo. Oh, wow. Wow. That's actually the demo. Uh, There's another story. I didn't write it in, but there's another story that came with the recording of that demo. The day they were recording the demo, a young man just shows up at the studio wanting to get gigs as a studio guitar player. And so to prove how good he was, they let him, they let him record the outro guitar solo for this song. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not credited on the song, but they paid him for it. But he just walked in and, and recorded it <laughs> and then walked back out, never recorded another thing from Muscle Shoals. Just what he, he happened to be in town, walked in, recorded, got paid, left. Wow. Yeah. Seeger, so Seeger claims the following. He says in an interview, all I kept from the original recording was the chorus. I rewrote the verses, and ne- but I never took credit. That was the dumbest thing I ever did. 
<laughs> I just, I was just wanting to finish the record. And so I didn't ask credit for it. My manager said, you should ask for a third of the credit. And I said, nah, nobody's ever going to like it. <laughs> so yeah. I'm not credited on it. So I couldn't control the copyright either. Meanwhile, it gets into a Hardy's commercial because I couldn't control that. <laughs> oh my God, it was awful. <laughs> now, uh, <laughs> George Jackson and Thomas Jones dispute that story. But uh, just a few years ago, Seeger reclaimed, I mean, he doubled down on the, on the story. So mm -hmm. who knows, the, who knows, the, who knows the truth, but that's, that's yeah. Seeger's story and he's sticking to it. Uh, <laughs> it was ranked number two on the Amusement and Music Operators Association survey of the top 40 jukebox singles of all time in 96. It was also listed as one of the one of the songs of the century in 2001 and ranked number 100 in the American Film Institute's 100 Years 100 Songs poll in 2004. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Let's get personal. So like I mentioned with uh, when we did a song for the movie Heavy Metal and the song from Fast Times for Ridgemont High. Risky Business was another was another movie that I probably had no business watching when I was 13 years old. And if you've seen the movie, you know why. Yes. Um, but uh, but um, so my biggest tie to the song and the movie, I think I, I think I told everybody during the Caddyshack episode of I'm All Right. I had a friend in college, my freshman year in college, that went as the Gopher from Caddyshack. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and somebody he, had like a tape carried, player. He carried around a, a tape player, and if you <laughs> press play, he had to dance like the Gopher. <laughs> well, the next year, our sophomore year, he went as Tom Cruise in his underwear. <laughs> And ah, yes. carried the same tape player around, boombox around, and, and then had whenever whenever out. anybody would say that he had to, he would set the music down, start it, and come oh, sliding gosh. in the sliding into the room and do the dance. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so that's a that's one tie. I've also been in a couple bands. I want to meet this guy. <laughs> <laughs> sadly, and I I don't say this as a joke. Sadly, he passed away about five Aww. years ago. Aww. Yeah, he developed cancer and passed away. So Aww. yeah, uh, but those are two great memories I have of that guy. Um, I've also been in two bands that have covered this song. I, one band I played guitar. And then in another band I sang and we, we covered this, this song uh, and it's a crowd pleaser. Let me tell you when the keyboard player starts playing those, those chords, everybody mm -hmm. in the bar knows what song is coming. <laughs> sure. And everybody sings and everybody claps and dances. Uh, and so it's just a fun song to, to, to perform. Uh, what's your, yeah. what's your ties to the song? Well, <laughs> actually one that just came to me off the cuff. I remember my, parents were divorced and uh in the early 90s mom would go out with uh, a friend of mine actually a classmate of mine from school who uh his dad had passed away so two single moms yeah and they would go out and go dancing you know uh on the weekends and i remember being over at his house and mom and uh his mom were going to go out and they were like practicing their dance moves or something to this song. Like maybe there was a new dance they were trying to learn or something. So <laughs> at that point I was like, Oh geez. And I kind of now uh, just thinking about it. I remembered that moment. I was like, Oh no, that's this is, awesome. Uh, it's a little embarrassing here. <laughs> the, uh, you know, good thing I wasn't, you know, out with them. When yeah, they're trying no kidding. To practice their dance moves. Anyway, 
The first time I watched Risky Business, I believe, was in my phase of renting rated R movies. Oh, R movies, yeah. Nine. I nice. uh, can't remember. I watched. I can't remember the last time I watched the entire movie outside of the iconic scene until just a couple nights ago. I've only seen it a few times. So uh, I watched it the other night. It was on HBO Max. So there you go, people. There's a little oh, plug man. for them. Risky Business, nine to five. And say anything all on HBO Max right Man. now. So go out and uh, reconnect with the movies, to movies watch. if you want to. But yeah, it's that scene. Or it's early in the movie, so it's like right when his parents leave. You yeah. know, and it's his first thing he does at home. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's very quick. Yeah. But uh, I may not have had the connection with the movie as a kid, but I can relate to being alone. I was an only child, so just cranking uh, the stereo and dancing yes. around like nobody's business not necessarily in my skivvies but <laughs> <laughs> uh you know when you when you're alone at the house you know you think of like kevin on home alone what does he yes. do? He, he runs around and he jumps, jumps on the on bed, the bed and, and yeah you know all that stuff you know you did that stuff and of course tom cruise is much older in this movie yes. than kind of that age that i remember doing wild stuff like that but that's so funny uh, yeah, I can kind of relate to to some of that, but it's such an iconic scene. And, you know, every time, well, that scene and then later in the movie when he's wearing the sunglasses and smiles really big, yeah. they put all of those in all of the, like the montages of 80s movies or yeah. I remember seeing it so much when they're uh, at the beginning of a, a, a rental or something and they're showing all the movies they have in their whole entire library. You know, those two images always come to mind. Him sliding in and then him with the sunglasses on, smiling really big. <laughs> yeah. So for um, the movie that it is, which I think is pretty crappy, <laughs> I'm not a, a fan in the least of the movie, but such, <laughs> such iconic scenes for the 80s. Yes. And yeah, I just, I don't, didn't connect with it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I was 13, so there was certain parts I connected with. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll leave yeah. it at that. <laughs> yeah. But those yeah. parts, we haven't really, uh, you know, discussed the song yet, but the uh, I do appreciate the soundtrack probably more than the movie with the uh, Tangerine Dream. Yes. It provides several uh, tracks for the soundtrack and yeah. those the scenes for the dream sequence and other yeah. parts of the movie. I really enjoy them. I've got one of their albums, but they're notorious or at least uh, famous in my book for doing the theme to the TV show Street Hawk, which I oh, really, really I enjoy. Know yeah, they do, do the uh, the theme song for that, which I really love. Nice. And it was actually on one of their, it was a song from one of their albums that they pulled off to, to use in that TV series, which was, I think only 13 episodes, one season. I remember it but, though. Uh, yes. I love Tangerine Dream. And yes. like we had talked about before with Harold Faltermeyer, they're yeah. one of those early like synthwave yeah. bands. Pioneers for the synthwave stuff. Right. Right. Now. Yeah. It's so great. If you guys have not listened to their music, we'll go out and listen to the, the songs from risky business, but also some of their albums they are, they're really cool. The breakdown. So Bob Seger just has a rock and roll voice. I mean, he just, absolutely. he just, I mean, it, just hearing his voice in songs like shame on the moon and, you know, on, uh, traveling man and things like that. He's just turned the page 
Mm-hmm. Um, he has a great voice, and it's you know it fits in this song too. He can just you know he can just wail with the best of them. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from that, my favorite part in this song is the sax solo in the middle. I think I've mentioned before I am a sucker for a great sax solo. Um, oh yeah, and so that's probably my uh, my favorite part of the song. I like the breakdown towards the end where it's just the drums and a cowbell. Oh yeah. Uh, when we would do that live, the crowd would just go nuts. I'm just, I don't know what is it, what it is about a cowbell that makes, makes people <laughs> lose their damn minds, but they did every time we played this song. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what, what about you? What are your favorite parts of the song? Yeah. His vocals. Definitely. Yeah. I love his voice and it, he just sounds like he means what he's singing. Yes. Yes. Know? Don't try to be taking me no disco now. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You know, today's music ain't got the same soul. Yeah. yeah I mean, he means everything he sings. <laughs> right. And I want to yeah. just pump my fist along with him. <laughs> I especially like it right after the, the sax solo, like you mentioned, when they drop everything out but the drums. And then he gives this little hey at the end there. And just, yeah. oh, just so powerful and yep. so unique, his voice. Their lyrics, I mean, just great, too. Like I said, they match up with what i'd like to say you know about today's music you know now but he was probably dissing more on new wave back then yeah. or something yes. you know something disco like that. And disco, all that. Yeah. yeah so the piano work is really great too just of course like we said the opening riff makes it instantly recognizable but you can hear throughout the piano throughout the song and yeah. just so great and that saxo like you mentioned just matches perfectly with the song yeah, one of the bands I was in, the, the our, our piano player, he was phenomenal, but he also had a keyboard that he he uh, pulled off the sax solo with the keyboard. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was it was phenomenal. But uh, yeah, I, I like the piano. I like the piano work too. It's just such an upbeat song. I mean, yeah, you could be in the crappiest of moods, and you hear those first few notes, and you're like, oh, it's on, man let's get through this day you know it, it's really i mean it's just i don't know i don't know what it is about it but it's just a catchy uh, little song i mean it's just a it's everybody i don't know anybody that doesn't like this song right it's just, you, it's just universally liked it you, makes me want to dance makes one uh single moms want to dance you know, like i said i mean it's it's so appealing to oh, everybody that's hilarious so upbeat so yeah yeah i agree i agree <laughs> So uh, Old Time Rock and Roll lands at number seven on the countdown of the top 50 80s soundtrack songs. Uh, This week's bonus songs are two more songs from the Risky Business soundtrack. Uh, The first one is Hungry Heart by Bruce Springsteen. Oh, yeah. Uh, Fun fact about that song is when they were recording it, uh, which I don't understand why they didn't catch this when they were writing it, (laughs) but when they were recording it, they realized it was too high for Bruce Springsteen's register. So they slow the tape down so he can sing the song. Really? Interesting. And speed it back up. So if you listen to it, it doesn't the voice doesn't sound like Bruce Springsteen. If you compare it to all the other Springsteen songs that you know, it sounds different because they slowed the tape down so he could sing it and then they they, they return it back to his normal speed <laughs> so he sounds different. That's funny. So that's our first bonus song. The second bonus song is from the band we were just talking about a minute ago, Tangerine Dream. Uh-huh. It's called Love on a Real Train. Yeah. Uh, and I'll just let you go to the movie and figure out what scene that movie, that, <laughs> that song yeah. is from. There's, yeah. Well, most of those type scenes, there's the Tangerine Dream underneath it's, it. Tangerine yeah. Dream is yeah. behind them. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, you want to give us a contest update, Jason? Sure. So, Gary, he has retaken the lead. 
not only was he the only one to have old time rock and roll in his list, but he was spot on with his guess. So he matched us at number seven. So Gary sits atop the leaderboard with four points. Karen right behind at two and Tim and Chad. Come on, man. You're still at one. Let me tell you, there's going to be some point scoring coming up though yeah yeah so so he was the only one that had it in it so this was almost another swing and a miss that's right wow (laughs) that's crazy awesome well if you have spotify premium stay tuned you'll hear those two bonus songs at the end in their entirety if you're a free spotify user you'll hear quick snippets of the song but if you're listening outside of spotify shame on you no uh visit the song whip links in the show notes that will connect you to the songs in your favorite music app Give us your thoughts on today's episode via social media. You can find us on Twitter at Greatest Lists or connect with our website, greatestlistpodcast.com if you want to stream episodes from your browser. Jason will take over for the next episode, our number six pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, also some train talk in this song. <laughs> I yeah. can't even remember what it is. <laughs> But that, now that makes me want to just don't bring to your cash. Don't bring cash. <laughs> now I remember. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks for listening to Greatest Lists. And we look forward to continuing our countdown next time. You've been listening to The Greatest Lists.